welcome back to another episode of Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar. Thank you for tuning in once again to our podcast. So today we're going to be talking about body image. Um, you know, what is body image? And, and talking a little bit about negative body image and, um, and what you think about it and the struggles that you have with your body image. Maybe a little bit about my own. Um, this was a fun topic. Um, it's very in-depth. There's so much to cover in this topic. Obviously, in one podcast episode, not going to be able to do that. But hopefully there's something in here that, um, that helps you turn things around if you're struggling with your body image. I hope there's something in here. I know that I've had my own share of body image issues as well. It's it's a process, girl, but this was a fun episode. I enjoyed recording it and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. I'm your host, Anna Wilson, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and registered nurse. I'm also the founder and very proud coach of Rock That Fitness, the best online women's fitness community ever. If you haven't yet done so, please hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar is a podcast that I created for you to bring you fresh insight that will help you improve your own fit lifestyle. Each week, I'm bringing you a thought-provoking show that challenges and inspires you to get out of your comfort zone and live your own best rock star life through nutrition, fitness, and mindset. So get ready, get set, lace up those shoes, and let's go rock that walk. girls so welcome to september right when this episode drops it's going to be september the 4th monday september 4th we're going to be smack dab in the middle of our rockstar body and mind six week challenge registration open registration so doors are open right now through september the 8th so if you missed all the information on that go check it out in the show notes the link is there it'll take you straight to the page with all of the information and yeah, what else is going on? I'm I'm a little sad that summer is to pretty much, it's, let's just call it ended. It's ended. <laughs> I'm sad, but I'm looking out my window and it is nice and sunny. And But you can tell like when you're out there that it's fall, like the fall is coming. It's in the air. Are you one of those people too that can tell, like I can tell the seasons are changing. I just can tell because I spend time outside every day and I just think about, I see the, the sky, the, the, oh my goodness, I can't even talk, you know, the, the air, the wind, how the sun direction is, and I can just tell the season's changing. So anyway, goodbye summer 2023. It's been great. It was, it was a great summer for me and, and I did um, hold true to my word to myself that I was going to spend more time at the beach. Um, was it as much time as I was like, no, but it's okay. I, I have the beach right here and I'm thankful for that. So what else is going on in the crazy wild world of Anna Rockstar? Uh, I have a couple of shows. Um, when I record this, it'll be this weekend. So Monday's dropping this episode. I will have already done these two shows <laughs> over the weekend, Labor Day weekend. Um, oh yeah, it's Labor Day weekend. Hello, Anna. Hello. Jeez. Yes, Monday. <laughs> it's Monday, Labor Day weekend, Monday, Monday. Um, I'll have two shows. So um, flying free band. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this this weekend. So when you hear this, it will already have passed. But what else is coming up that hasn't passed? And, and that is conquer the coast for me. It's our big, big, uh, one of our huge events here for cycling in Corpus Christi. And I'm excited this year because um, we're, we're, we put together a little, a little, a little girl. We're not little girls, but it's a girl team. You know, I tried to invite some guys, but they didn't want to wear the pink. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. Um, it's just, I didn't get the word out soon enough, but we, we have the four of us. We're going to kick it off. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do, we're going to rock this man, Can, girl. I'm having trouble talking. Can you tell? <laughs> I think I'm thinking faster than my mouth can keep up with. So Conquer the Coast, September 16th coming up. And my sweet friend from Instagram all the way over there in Florida, um, Camille Bauer, she decided she wanted to join us with Rockstar Cyclers and we're going to ride. The four of us are going to ride Conquer the Coast. She's coming. She's going to fly in. We haven't met in person. Camille, I cannot wait to meet you in person. So that's going to be really fun. And then my two friends here locally, Ceci and Josie, we are going to rock. We're going to conquer 
we're going to conquer the coast. Yes, we are. What else is up with me? Um, things are going great here on the home front. Um, Chase got a big boy job. Yeah, he, he's, he, he completed his lifeguarding job on the beach. I think that was a great learning experience for him. And now he stepped into a real man's job. Well, he's still doing his trade school with pipe fitting and welding and all that. But he did get he did manage to um, to get a position with a great position here locally with with a welding um, business and welding company. And so he's working underneath one of their best welders as a welder's helper. So I'm so proud of him. So proud of him. So that's on the, on the home front here. Um, country boys going, doing great. His latest project is he, he, he built, um, a console to put between the seats in his, in his galaxy in his Ford galaxy. Um, because there's this big gap, there's no place for us to put a cup holder or a cup or anything. So he built it. He's going to be installing that. I'm so impressed with him. He always impresses me with the things that he puts together. Like it's amazing. I mean, he, you know, I tell him like, well, it's amazing. He probably just thinks I'm just saying that because like, it's the right thing to say. But I, I legit am so amazed every single time he builds anything or puts something together. Anyway, yeah, so it's country boy. He's pretty amazing. Um, and me, what am I doing? Well, I'm, I'm, my comeback is going great. Uh, I got, uh, I'm, I'm up to eight chin-ups since the beginning of August coming back. So feeling pretty good about that. It's just all to say that when you are consistent, which I have been, I've been, you know, working on my strength on those chin-ups uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday every week in August. So I made it to eight I made it to eight, so we'll uh, maybe, maybe uh, you know, it's September 4th dropping this episode. Today that I'm doing this is on Thursday. We'll see how many I get tomorrow. Let's see. I'll see, but this will be in retrospect. This is the weird thing about, um, you know, having these episodes drop on a Monday and they're in it, they're, they're later. You, you, you get the gist. All right. All right, girl, let's get into this topic, okay? And I will say, there's so many different facets of this topic that I'm not going to be able to touch on everything, but let's, let's talk about, you know, what we can talk about and what I did, what I brought, what I'm bringing to the table today. I am going to discuss, I'm just kind of give a little definition. You know me, I like to have definitions of things. Um, and I'm on a, uh, what am I going to talk about today? Definitions of that. Um, maybe a little bit about my own experience. I will share some testimonies that I got from you all on Instagram, Facebook, and in RTF. Yes, some of our rock stars chimed in. It was great. Um, and and then I'm going to talk about why we struggle with our body image. Uh, I am going to discuss a little bit about dysmorphia because I have been using that word incorrectly, that term incorrectly, and I am going to clear it up for all of us. Uh, number four, I'm going to be talking about how we can make positive changes and improve our body image. Uh, and I'm going to talk a little bit about our amazing bodies, <laughs> why we need to be so proud of our bodies and what we can do um, in the way that we view our body. And yeah, as I said in the intro, I'm going to give you a little coachy pep talk girl because we all need one from time to time. Even I do. Yes, we all need that so so here we go here we go here we go who runs the world who runs the world who runs the world girls you're supposed to sing girls with me ready i'm gonna sing who runs the world you're gonna sing girls wherever you are who cares who runs the world girls who runs the world girls good and i'm stronger than yesterday now it's nothing but my way are we getting worked up here ready and i like what i see when i'm looking at me when i'm walking past the mirror <laughs> I thought that one was just completely like appropriate. Like, do you like what you see when you're looking at me or when you're looking at you really and you're passing by the mirror? Do you? Let's talk about this. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to pull up this definition. Well, it's sort of a definition. It's kind of an explanation of body image and it comes straight from psychology today. Um, and I, and I like this. I thought it was appropriate. So it says, what do you think you look like? Because that's kind of what we're talking about. What do you think you look like? Body image is the mental representation an individual creates of themselves, but it may or may not bear any relation to how one actually appears. Body image is subject to all kinds of distortions from the attitudes of one's parents, 
other early experiences, internal elements like emotions or moods, and other factors. The severe form of poor body image is body dysmorphic disorder, so dysmorphia, and where dissatisfaction over a slight or undetectable defect in appearance becomes a severe obsession. So I'm going to go ahead and give you this definition about body dysmorphic disorder, uh, what we also term dysmorphia. And this one comes from Mayo Clinic. And here's what they have to say about this. Body dysmorphic disorder is a mental health condition in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance. A flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others, but you may feel so embarrassed, ashamed, and anxious that you may avoid social situations. When you have body dysmorphic disorder, you intensely focus on your appearance and body image, repeatedly checking the mirror, grooming, or seeking reassurance, sometimes for many hours each day. Your perceived flaw, perceived flaw, and the repetitive behaviors cause you significant distress and impact your ability to function in your daily life. So dysmorphia is actually a disorder. And so that kind of clears things up for all of us, right? Because I think I've been using that term incorrectly because it's not it's not I mean my view of myself or any flaws that I have perceived about my body is not impacting my daily life so um but I think that we all from time to time um you know deal with these these uh, this thought or this negative thought about our body some flaws that we have and I don't think Um, you know, like I said, we need to call it what it is. And dysmorphia is a disorder and it's, it's very, it's serious. Like it impacts your life. So, so we're not having that, but we do, we do from time to time deal with negative body image. All of us do. Um, some of us to more extreme, more extreme than others, but we all do. And I hope that by the end of this episode and everything that I talk about, I really do I really do hope that if you if you don't or you have areas where you feel very insecure about your body by the end of this my goal is that you are going to love the place that you live and that's your body. I'm going to go ahead and start out by giving you a little bit of information about me if you don't know because I know I've shared I'm sure in the episodes that all the episodes that I've put out there, I know that I have put this information, some of it out there, but I will start. I'll go ahead and start and tell you the things that I've dealt with in my own because it all starts when we're little, right? These messages that we get from the time that we are in our, when we're a child. So I, but honestly, I don't, I couldn't remember, I do not remember having I honestly don't remember having any kind of negative body image um, until probably, I don't remember, I may, but I don't remember anything until I was about 13. So from 13 on, like 13 into my teens is kind of when it started. I think it started because one summer I was living with my dad um, because in the summer, sometimes my mom would send us to stay with my dad. And, um, what's, you know, stands out to me is that he put, he would put me on a 12 restricted 1200 calorie diet because he told me that, that I needed to be sure that I don't end up weighing 140 pounds because then I wouldn't get any boyfriends. I I know it's just not as like really weird, but Hey, this stuff impacts us, right? So I was 13 and that was a huge impact on me now. Okay this, there were some things when I was a kid. Let me just backtrack, back it up, back it up. You got it. So I did experience some things when I was a child. Yes. Out on the playground, you know, kids can be pretty darn mean. And I'm, I'm recalling now, I actually have it in my notes and I completely forgot, but they can be mean. And so the things they would say, like, call you, like, call me bubble, butt, bubble, butt. um, you know, thunder thighs, whatever. These are the kind of words that I would hear kids call me. So I did, I did struggle with my body image when I was young now, you know, um, I did think, yes, I have a big butt. And here's the other thing. I have always had a very small waist and my mom, um, thankfully (laughs) mama was able to take in my waistband on all my pants. And she always did. She always did. Thank you, mama. She knew how to sew 
And but what kind of message does that was that giving me, right? That was giving me the message that the clothes that you go in the store to buy, those are those are right. Those sizes are right. But since I don't fit, since they don't fit my body right, then there's something wrong with me. So that's the message I believe that I was getting throughout the years that pants don't fit me right. So something's wrong with me. We have to, we had to uh, fix the the waistband. And I'm talking like the big bootay gap, which um, I still from time to time will have that issue. Yes, for sure. Um, I shouldn't say from time to time, all the time. Every time I get a pair of pants, it's hard to find a pair of pants where the waistband fits my waist properly and my boot bootay okay so but there's nothing wrong with my body it's nothing wrong with my body so so yeah so just to say all that to say what else what else impacted my my uh my own body image women in my life um I don't know people grown-ups in my life criticizing other people's bodies talking about their bodies whether it be uh, you know, that person is, is fat. Look at their, look at that person's whatever, you know, parts of their body. So these images get in your, these, these messages get in your mind. Um, what else? Adults that are also talking about their own body and criticizing their own body. So that kind of gives you the message like, okay, that's, you know, that's negative. So I better not have that. Right. So what are some other things? What are some other things for me personally? Like I said, it was my butt, my thighs, my arms, I've always had large arms. So whether I'm, whether I have, uh, you know, whether I'm larger, ex- carrying extra fat on my body, or whether I'm leaner, I'm still going to have large arms. Real, it's a revelation, a revelation. My legs, um, my legs, I've always been pretty much insecure about my thighs, especially because there's cellulite on my, there's always been cellulite on my legs. Um, newsflash, 80 to 90% of all women have cellulite. It is normal. I wish people would tell I wish somebody would have told me that like years ago. So I wouldn't be feeling negative about my cellulite legs, my legs having cellulite. When I was a teenager. Um, speaking of legs, my best friend from high school, junior high and high school, hanging out together. And the thing that was kind of a, a, an ongoing joke was the thing we called the butt thigh. <laughs> this was this section between your butt and your thigh. So uh, we called it a butt thigh because, because well, I have a butt thigh. She was saying she had a butt thigh, which means there was no distinction. It just kind of flowed. <laughs> we called that our butt thigh. Why do we have a butt thigh? I don't know. We're all built differently. Um, so yeah. And you know, other, other things when I think about my, my own body image, like, you know, losing and gaining weight throughout my adult life, you know, whether it was before I had kids, um, there, yes, I did lose, I ended up losing weight on a diet years ago called prism uh, that was ending with an M. Uh, and, I, I started running at that time. I learned how to, I was training for marathons. This was before I had kids. Um, but you know, I did get down at a very, I got down to a very low weight. However, I was not happy with my body. I had a negative body image. Even at that time, yes, I had lost weight. No, I was not strength training. I did not, um, have all of the pieces of the puzzle there in that department, Um, but I will say I was, couldn't figure out what's the reason I've lost all this weight and I'm still not happy. I'm still not happy with my body. Um, thinking that if I had lost a lot of weight that I would be happy. Obviously I was not clear on how my body looked, um, and also how I looked to myself, um, throughout the years, gaining and losing weight. So it's like, how can I put this? I'm sure you can relate, right? Like wherever you are in your weight, whether you're up on the scale, down on the scale, wherever you are when you lose weight, it's, I don't know about you, but for me, it was like, it just never was good enough. I was not good enough. My body did not, it was not good enough. And I think there's this element of thinking that, you know, we need to have a perfect body based on all of those, all of those messages that have come in to our mind throughout, throughout the years. So, so I didn't have a clear idea of my own body and how my own body was supposed to look. What is it supposed to look like whenever I'm hearing and seeing other, all these images and messages coming in? Um, And so how, because today, today, my body image has no doubt 
improved significantly. And it's not just because I have lost, you know, lost a significant amount of weight. Um, Obviously, you know, I've had a little um, enhancement up top. And I had some skin removal after all the the weight loss. And it's not because of that, that my body image is improved. Has that, did that help a little? Let's not, let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, it helps. But it's not, that was not the main reason that I, that my body image has improved. And hopefully I can share with you um, in this, the reason that it's helped, why my uh, self image or body image has improved, which it's a little bit different, right? Self-image, body image, two different things. We're talking about body image here. And by no means have I arrived in this area of body image. Um, but as I said, have definitely improved. I'm just taking you along for this ride, this my own experience um, as I continue to navigate this. And yes, I still navigate this today. And if you follow me on social media, you know, I kind of make some jokes here and there about my legs or being like, I see myself as bulky. And I I said that on Instagram um, the other day and somebody messaged and they're like, I know you were just joking about seeing yourself as bulky, but um, no, I wasn't really joking. I really, I do see myself as bulky and I don't know what to think about it. I'm navigating this, you know, this road of improving my body image every day, all the time. It's, it's, it's all those messages. You cannot expect to turn everything around in one day. So I'm navigating this too. I'm going down this road. I'm very, um, you know, I'm a work in progress too, just like everybody. And I'm pushing myself outside of my comfort zone in this area so that I can continue to improve my body image. Like girl, I'm telling myself, Anna, get over yourself. Okay. So this is why I've been forcing myself to wear shorts to the gym. Um, it's so for this is, I just want to say this. Don't think that I'm telling you, you need to do this. Like, no, I'm, this is what I need to do for me because I'm trying to get over myself here. I'm trying to say, I'm trying to tell my subconscious mind that it, it's okay. This is normal and you need to be okay with your body and not worry about what the outside world thinks about you. You need to be just free of that and be happy wearing shorts to the gym because for crying out loud, it's hot. Enjoy yourself in the shorts at the gym. And I've been doing that Um, regardless of, yeah, I'm completely aware that I obviously have some cellulite on my legs, but you know what? I am so happy about these legs. They're strong. They're powerful. They get me through every single day and all the things that I do. So, so much to be grateful for. And and that's part of what I'm going to talk about um, in this episode too. Before I head into this area of discussing how we can continue to improve on our body image, I'm going to share with you some testimonies that I got in Instagram and Facebook, as well as in Rock That Fitness, because I had put a question in a question box on Instagram and Facebook, same thing kind of goes over there. And and I got some feedback and I want to share this with you. The reason I'm going to share this with you, even though I said on social media, I'm like, don't worry, I'm going to keep this anonymous. Yes, I didn't mean like, I'm not going to share it. I meant like, I'm not going to share your name. Don't worry. Nobody's going to know who said this, (laughs) but I'm going to share what you said. Why girl? Because we all deal with many of these things. We, you know, you're not alone. So let me, let me get into these and share with you these testimonies. So the question that I put out there in my question box for Instagram and Facebook said, in what way do you struggle with your body image? So I'm just going to shoot these out there. This is what the people, what you said. Here's one, loose skin for weight loss on arms and legs. However, I am healthier. I love that. I love this. Um, always trying to hide my belly. There's another one. All I see is a fat belly instead of other good parts. Here's one. I hate my poochie stomach. Um, here's one. Looking down and seeing my rolls, I guess. Being a mother is hard work. No excuses. The next one says, I don't wear sleeveless shirts because of my arms. Um, Another one, bulge, lower belly, and larger arms. Those of you who shared with me on Instagram, Facebook, I appreciate that so much. And I know that uh, we can all relate. So here are some that we got from rock stars in Rock that fitness. Thank you, rock stars, for chiming in on this one inside of our group. Um, the first one says, I struggle with my loose skin 
from losing so much weight, cellulite, and not being at goal weight, so much so that I will wear long sleeves and jeans in 100 degree weather. I haven't worn shorts or short sleeves in decades. I changed this two weeks ago. I was sick and tired of smothering in the heat. I bought shorts and sleeveless shirts and I wore them on my vacation last week. Jiggling arms and legs. Don't care. If you don't like what you see, don't look. Proud of me. She's got a happy laughing emoji there. Good for you, girl. Love it. One of our other rock stars. I am skinny fat. That's a terminology. That's a term, y'all. That's don't don't get all offended about being skinny fat. <laughs> it just means that she's trying to build muscle instead of just being, you know, at at a ideal healthy weight. She's trying to build muscle. So, uh, she says, "I'm skinny fat, but I have cellulite on my rear and thighs. I haven't put on a bathing suit bottom, a bathing suit bottom in 30 years." Strength training now in this wonderful group, yes, uh, to get strong, build muscle, and shrink my flabby bingo wings and saddlebags. Bingo wing. I haven't heard that one before. I don't know what that means. Someday soon, maybe this weekend, I'll wear short sleeves out line dancing. I hope you did that, girl. I hope you did, which I haven't done in years. Good for you. Oh, and she adds, and if I could, I'd like to take this a step further. Body image for me was the way I was moving also. I was embarrassed, by the way. I had to get up slowly to start walking across the room because of sore feet and sore lower back. I felt like old age was grabbing me too soon. I wasn't going to let that happen any longer. Good for you, girl. That's right, girl. We're rocking it. Another one in Rock rock That Fitness. Oh, my tummy and thighs. I spent my 40s being self-conscious of my stomach, wrinkles after having babies. I even had well-meaning friends say I could get that fixed. Between that and starting to get heavy hips and thighs, I stopped wearing shorts, two-piece bathing suits, and I wasn't even comfortable with my body around my hubby. 10 years and 15 pounds later, I wish I had that 40-year-old body back. But now I wear shorts and two-piece bathing suits. Thank you, high-waisted trend. (laughs) I try to appreciate what I have today. But when I look at full-length photos, I cringe. see. We're working on it, girl. We're working on it. Our next rock star says, body image in general is a definite struggle for me. I'm tall, almost 5'9", and I have thicker athletic build. I naturally weigh more than the standard chart says I should. For years, I have felt big, in quotes, when compared to others. The size of clothes, the scale, etc., you name it. It led me to a negative place visually and mentally, seeing myself as something less than everyone else. Nothing was ever good enough in my appearance or how I felt about myself. It started long before WW, but I feel like they reinforced it with the sole focus on the scale. Now with RTF, yay, I'm learning it's not about the number or the size. I am worth more than that. It's a work in progress for sure, but I am gaining strength and confidence. I'm seeing myself in a much more positive way light. All right. Next one. Sroxer says, I have struggled for years with the fact that my thighs rubbed together. I used to cover them up with a swimsuit that had a skirt. Now, oh, I did that girl. I did that too. Now I also hate the fact that my tummy hangs and I know I will never be able to get all the muscle back in it. This next one, I hate my stomach. I have no butt. I'm changing my nutrition and strength training. My parents always teased me about my weight as a kid. And looking back, I wasn't bad. I just wasn't skinny like my mother. I'm I'm built differently than her. Here's one. This one, she kind of goes into depth um, with some ideas about how to change your thoughts about your body. I really like this one. I'm going to share this one. One of our rock stars, she's been around a bit, says, what haven't I felt insecure or had bad thoughts about on my body? It started for me from a very young age as a result of comparison, not my doing, other people comparing me to my sister who was taller, thinner, built, sorry, she had a thinner build naturally. I'm shorter and stouter. Combine that with my love for food. And I think my mom thought she was protecting me by pointing it out and putting me on diets. Mm -hmm, Relatable. Um, A couple of ways I've overcome body image issues start with here, oh, I like this. Here she goes. Start with neutral thoughts about the thing 
that you hate. Well, we want to say hate is such a strong word, girl. <laughs> Start with a neutral thought about the things that you don't like. I forget where I learned this, but I have shared before. When I was starting out on this journey, it was a big leap to go from hate to love about some things about my body. Right. Good job. So I started with neutrality. Whenever the negative thoughts crept in, I repeated, my body is the least interesting thing about me. Meaning if I'm getting ready to hang out with friends, family, whoever, I have so much more to offer the room than my thick thighs and walking into the room worried about them is not bringing the best version of myself to the people I care about. This mantra helped me, it helped me get to a place where the negative thoughts became less and less. And strength training has also given me the confidence to recognize that my legs are strong. Sure, there's still some fat on them, but they're mostly muscle and always have been. And I appreciate that so much. Practicing gratitude. I thank my legs for taking me all of the interesting places I've ever been. I have climbed so many mountains, ridden my bike, roller skated even, and had so much fun thanks to my big old thighs. I am grateful for their strength. And if that strength makes them appear bigger than the beauty norms, we are marketed nonstop. Oh, well. She goes on to say, stop comparing myself to others. If I start to feel bad because I don't look like someone else, I say, of course you don't. You are not them. And they have things they probably hate about themselves too. No one is perfect. One more thing to add. I just remembered responding to, she mentions another rock star in the group. I bought myself clothes that fit my body shape and size as it was. Not a whole wardrobe or anything crazy, but a few comfortable and lovely pieces that made me feel good when I wore them. It's important because you can't love your body if you're stuffed into clothes that don't fit. Another rock star. I love this. I love it. This one says, she says, I'm tall, curvy, and just carry extra weight pretty much since puberty. German and Scottish ancestry. And it shows, LOL. Inner thighs are particularly bothersome with heavy and regular strength training. I do feel tightened up. Even my husband notices but the scale and tape measure aren't budging. I try to focus on my gains in strength and endurance, but I'd be lying if that darn scale number doesn't bum me out sometimes, even though I'm the only one to see it. <laughs> and then, of course, throughout this, I just have to mention rock stars in here are, they're encouraging each other in between these comments. So I love that too. The love is flowing. Rock star love in here. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Here's one. Uh, shopping for clothes is stressful for me. I don't know how to dress myself and lack confidence in how I look. I what I want to say one thing about this rock star here who's who's speaking. She's come a long way. She's making strides, like unbelievable strides. Proud of you, girl, if you're listening. If you're listening to this. Anyway, she says, I either wind up buying things I don't wear or I wear the same types of clothes all the time or things I buy just don't look or fit like like they did at the store. And I don't like to spend a lot of money on myself because I feel like I don't deserve higher quality clothes because I haven't reached my goal. This has been an ongoing close to 20 years. I used to try to hide my fat under loose black t-shirts and jeans. I just didn't like what I saw when I looked in the mirror. This is not self-care and not, and this is not self-care and self-love. I've actually gotten to a place where I'm taking action and making progress towards improving my body composition. She really has. She really has. I am liking the improvements I am making. I recently just met a goal weight where I told myself I can buy a power suit for work. So I am looking forward to that. I'm hoping that as I get closer to my ultimate goal weight, my ultimate goal weight, body composition, that it will get easier to shop and that my confidence will improve. Again, so much love being sent her way in this, in the comments after that. And then, um, here's one of our rock stars. All those RTF arm workouts have transformed my shoulders and arms. You go girl wearing sleeveless blouses and dresses for the first time in 30 years before I never left the house with a sleeveless with a sleeved without a sleeved shirt. Come on, Anna sweater or jacket to cover my shoulders up. 
always felt too exposed. Great one, great one. Here's another one. I had to reflect on this question quite a bit once I saw it posted. I think it's because I still struggle. Of course, we all still struggle. Still struggle with my body image so much, especially carrying my weight in my midsection and my jiggly arms. I can hide, quote unquote, my insecurities in large clothes to cover myself up. All the women in my family struggled with body image, starting with my mom. I saw her struggle with it all my life. I'm working on it. I'm beginning to feel stronger and I can see changes in so many parts of my body. And I am proud of myself for not giving up a work in progress. Yes, you are girl. Um, if I'm not mistaken, this is a rock star that came from one of our rock star body and mind sessions. So right on girl. So proud of you. Here's another one. I've had a bad body image since puberty. I've Hated my body so much, it's never been thin enough, even when I was at my lowest body weight. I always wanted to look like the models in fashion magazines when I was growing up, and I think this was the start of me feeling like I was never enough. Last year, when I nearly died, I finally realized how incredible my body is. Yes, that's right, girl. It gave me a whole new way of viewing my body and all the things it is capable of. Sure, I still have days when I wish I looked different, but nowhere near as bad as I used to be. Mm, love it. Sometimes I get self-conscious of my tummy, how it's soft and squishy. And then I remind myself it's grown three babies and I'm 51 years old now. It's not going to be like when I was 20 and that's okay. I've really found strength training has also made me appreciate my body more and it makes me feel so good that it gives me confidence. Yes, girl. Yes, yes. Okay, one last one here. My current struggle is the loose skin because of the fat loss. My body image and confidence is sky high. I love it. Yes. I feel strong and focused, which affects all aspects of my life, work, personal, intimate, etc., I am loving all aspects of being transformed. Yes, and she also has been working. We're putting in the work, putting in the effort. So proud of you, rock stars. Love it. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share this with everybody else because, again, we all have our areas that we struggle with when it comes to body image. So I think it's safe to say that uh, we all kind of know that it's all the messages all of the, the images that we have been programmed to believe that have caused us to believe that our bodies are supposed to look a certain way, you know, this is the why that I was going to cover, but it's pretty, it's kind of like has been said many times, right? They're the reason that we have these issues, negative body images um, are because it's been shaped and molded by society and by social media, by television and there is no there is no perfect body no one has a perfect body other things that have shaped us right magazines movies uh, cu cultural influences and what we consider the you know what's normal out there fashion trends and clothing out there i mean you know all of these things have shaped the way that we view our body and we've got mirrors and pictures can you imagine if we just lived in a tribe and on a like an island somewhere we grew up with just, you know, there was no mirrors. You, you really couldn't see yourself. Maybe you could see yourself in a reflection of the water or something like that. But you probably just imagining like we, we probably would not have, you know, body images at all like that. We would be our body image would be positive. The things that we could do with our body rather than what we look like in a mirror or a picture. Anyway, just food for thought there. The thing here, uh, I'm moving on. I'm going to move on to how we can improve on our body image. And we can all make some improvements on our body image. And the, the number one thing we can do to turn things around, the first thing, right, which, which is with everything, is awareness. So when you start becoming aware of this, this is the key and how you can start improving your body image. So when you, when, you, when you start thinking about how you, what are the things that you feel negative about with your body, that's the first thing, right? You're aware of it. Now asking yourself, I, I ask this to myself all the time. If I'm having a negative thought about a certain part of my body, the question is, why do you think that about that part of your body? Well, that message came to my mind because maybe it was a fitness model I saw somewhere. Maybe it was a message I got from a parent, a friend, a peer, 
somebody in my life that that message went into my brain somehow, somewhere. I don't even know. It doesn't, I don't even have to know, but I do need to recognize the fact that when I have a negative thought about a body part on my body, that message has been programmed. And so that's becoming aware of that. Then, then you also think about this. This is going to be, this is a big one, right? Comparisonitis. Comparisonitis. Well, that becomes, that happens because we see other other bodies, let's we'll just call it women, women, other bodies, women's bodies, and we compare. Now, let me say this. It's easy, right, for everybody to go, well, don't compare yourself to everybody and don't be comparing. Don't compare. You know what? It's all, it's just human nature. That's all. That's normal. It's very normal to compare. It's what you do with comparison is what, that's what matters. Not the fact that you're comparing. I mean, just compare smartly, intelligently, right? It's like we're going to compare apples to apples. We can't because there is really no comparison. So what you, what we do is we got to recognize all of the things you should be. If you're going to compare, let's, these are the things to think about, right? They are like genetics, things that you can't change. People are genetically built, their skin type, their body type, their shape, If you're going to make comparisons, you got to think about this kind of stuff. Genetics plays a huge role. Then you have age. Then you have lifestyle, work life, the the role that person plays in, in their life, the time, the lifestyle, how they, how they treat their body, um, what they're doing for their body. I mean, there are so many things and we, we cannot just look at somebody that we think we perceive as having a perfect body and think, you know, wow, my, I want my body to look like that and, and start pursuing this road or chasing after something that you're ultimately never going to be satisfied with your body because guess what? There is no comparison. There's no comparison. We have to think about this in a way that's realistic, right? We want to be realistic about this because some people, some women are tall. Some women are naturally thin. Here's one for myself, myself looking at myself. This is my own one, right? I feel bulky. I don't want to be bulky. I don't want to, I am built this way and I am learning to embrace the shape that I have. And I'm not going to be the slim type of person, regardless of how much weight I lose, I'm not going to have a slim looking body. I mean, unless I'm sick, unless I lose all my body, all of my fat and muscle tissue, and I'm very, very skinny, thin, then that would be, that would not be healthy. I would be sick. But recognize that genetics plays huge roles in things that we have no control over. You're tall, you're short, you have wider hips, you have larger legs, a larger a longer torso, longer legs, maybe you're heavier on top, maybe you're heavier, more around the bottom. There are things that are that that are genetic that you cannot, um, you can't change it. Okay, this is why I'm always saying like, what's important is let's work on the best version. What's the best version of that body that you got there, girl, let's work on that. The best version, the best healthiest version, because we're not we're not all shaped the same. This is the reason why we don't need to be comparing our body with the body of another person. You get the gist, right? You get the gist. So if you are on your, if you're on your fat loss journey, you're on your weight loss journey, you're losing fat, you're losing inches, you're going to notice, right, that we all lose fat differently because fat is distributed differently on an individual body. So For example, when I lose weight, when I lost my weight, I went through my weight loss journey, the weight started, I started noticing mostly up top is where I was losing the weight. Obviously, I lost a lot of fat in the upper part of my body. And then as I continued to lose the fat, yes, I started losing fat around my midsection, down my legs too. Um, But I tend to carry most of my fat around my booty and legs and thighs, um, hips. And that is natural and normal for my genetic makeup, for my body. So recognize that about your body and how you are shaped as you are on your weight loss journey, your fat loss journey. You cannot choose, you cannot pick and choose where that fat's going to come, where that fat's going to shed as you're losing weight. Okay. So I feel like this is an important 
point to make here in this body image talk. <laughs> so I want you to recognize that as you're losing fat, fat is distributed on your body in the way that it is and you're not going to be able to spot reduce so like when some people say like how do i i'm going to go do a bunch of glute bridges i'm going to do this bunch of ab work so i can have so i can have you know whatever six-pack abs i want to show i want to show my abs and i want i want my arms to be defined okay girl girl i love that that you want these things for yourself but i want you to love your body and work on your body and ex and, and manage your expectations of how your body's looking as you're losing inches. You don't have any control over that girl and you're not going to spot reduce. So if your body wants to drop the fat faster at the top before it gets down to the bottom parts, that's just your body. That's how it goes. So just remember that. As I was writing out my notes and my outline for this episode, I couldn't help but think about, um, there's a, there's a, a verse in the Bible that talks about our body being fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, um, now I'm not going to get all biblical, religious on you, but fair is fair, right? If I'm going to quote something out of a Chinese proverb or, a, you know, a Buddha, <laughs> Buddhist saying or anything, I mean, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to quote this one. I'm going to quote something from the Bible because, because I just love this. It's not actually, I'm not going to quote this from the Bible, but there is a quote, there's a quote, no, there's a verse in the Bible that it's from Psalm 139, 14, and it says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And, and, and that's what it is, is like praising God for creating the delicate inner parts of the human body and knitting it together in the mother's womb. And the context of this verse is the incredible nature of the human body, which is the most complex and unique organism in the whole world. And to be fearfully and wonderfully made means that every person is uniquely designed by God and made in his image. And the phrase is meant to inspire reverence for God's masterful creation of the human body. So whether you believe in God or a higher power, for me, this is about just being in awe of how amazing our body is. The human body is just amazing. It's We have to recognize the magnificence of the human body. And so as a nurse, and when I think about the human body, of course, because I've been through school and learning anatomy and physiology, it's, it's mind-blowing, legit, legit mind-blowing, girl. Just think about this. You know, your body is, it's alive. You, if you don't get oxygen, your body is breathing. Your lungs are taking the air in and exchanging the oxygen with the carbon dioxide. That gas exchange is keeping you alive. Oxygen. You know, you, your body will die after not having enough oxygen for just a few minutes. So just capturing that moment, just recognizing how powerful a breath is. It's keeping you alive. That breath is keeping you alive because without that, you wouldn't have oxygen and within minutes you would die. Amazing that our lungs do that and amazing that our heart is circulating blood 24-7 every day, circulating the blood that carries the oxygen to your brain, to all of the tissues in your body, carrying the blood to your muscles all over. And your brain sending messages to all parts of your body. These things are happening without you even thinking about it. It is, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing, truly. And the hormones, which are chemical messages to do the things that your body does, all of your body systems, and how your muscles and your bones work together with the messages that your brain is sending it. We've got to appreciate the body for all that it can do. And I say this because this is where we can start to turn around the, our body image. Rather than thinking about how our body looks, be amazed and grateful and thankful for all the things that our body can do. Amazing. This body, and I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. This was the vehicle you were given. This was the most magnificent, amazing most important gift you have ever received in your entire, well, life, the day you were born. This was your birthday gift, your body. 
That's your transportation for life. So this is the reason why we need to be like, wow. And it doesn't matter how old you are when you realize this. Take care of that body. It's the only one that you have, girl. So with that said, I'm going to go into this next thing I'm going to talk about. And these are the things that are going to help us improve our body image because there are things we can control. We can't control our genetics. We cannot control the way that we are shaped and those kind of things. Some of the things, right, we can control. We cannot control our genetics. There's some things about our bodies we're not going to be able to control and just accept and be okay with and then start focusing our energy in these areas so that we can have improve our body image and then we control the controllables. We can control the foods that we eat. We can control our activity level, getting our body moving, and we can work on our mindset. So with food, we have choices, right? Let's be honest. If I said, what do you need to do to be healthy and fit? I bet you already know. You know, I mean, I don't have to, I don't have to like, you know, hammer that into you anymore. <laughs> like we all know, eat healthy vegetables, eat lean proteins, eat fruits, eat healthy fats like nuts and seeds and I mean, avocados and meats that have healthy fat. I mean, um, you know, fish, get your food, get your veggies, get your complex carbohydrates. We know that all those foods are going to help us not only feel better physically, but they're going to give us the building blocks for our bodies to function efficiently and better every day. And it's going to make us feel better, give us more energy. So we have control over the foods we put. I mean, let's, let's face this This is the truth, right, girl? Like it's the truth that if we eat junk food, we're going to feel like crap. I'm not saying like never do that, but we know we have control over the foods that we eat, what we're going to put in our body and our fitness and our activity level. You're going to feel better about yourself too when you move your body and you are grateful. This kind of makes me reflect on when I, I'm serious and I think I've probably said this before. Every time I go for a run, I, I think about this in the gym too, but most of the time it's when I'm running because I know that there are people in this world that wish they could run or just wish they could walk. Every stride I take, I'm thinking, thank you. Thank you, legs. I have these legs. I can go. I can go for miles. This is, wow, amazing. Like if you think for one moment, if you were bedridden and you were sick in the hospital, this is, these are the things that go through my mind when I'm out there running. I'm so grateful that I can run. I'm so grateful I'm out here. I'm experiencing this moment with this body that I have it can change things, right? And let's work on our mindset. Who are you hanging around with? What are the, who are the people you are with? What are the things you're doing? What is this? What is the surround? What are your, and what's your environment look like? These things are going to make you feel differently about your body image because whatever you're doing, wherever, whatever messages you're putting into your mind on social media, TV, the people you hang out with, what's going on with that and become aware of the messages that are going in your mind because of that when you walk away from whatever that is, that environment, those people, that social media, that TV show, whatever it is, when you walk away, what do you feel like about your body? Was that positive? No. Oh, well, let's do something about that. Was it, did it make you feel great about your body? Good. Let's do more of that. Your thoughts are very powerful. So we've got to work on that mindset. We got to work on those thoughts and the things that um, come into your mind that cause you to feel or think a certain way about your body. And there are some things I'm going to put a plug in here for two big things. <laughs> of course, I'm going to put the plug in here for Rock That Fitness or joining Rockstar Body and Mind, Mind, so that you can work on your body, move your body, get into a structured strength training plan or get into a structured nutrition plan. Because I tell you what, if you're, if you feel like crap and you're feeling tired, fatigued, you're, you're feeling insecure about your body, you're sick and tired of it. You know what? The number one thing you can do right now is to take action. The minute you start taking action and taking steps, things change you are going to start already. It doesn't take reaching a, you know, losing a bunch of weight to feel good about yourself and your body. Let me tell you what, girl, the minute you start taking action, the minute you start doing that, that day, you're going to already start feeling great about yourself. So there's a lot to be said for that. So strength training, getting stronger, that will translate to your mind. You will, you will, that strength and the gen that strength you're getting in your body is going to translate to that strength you're going to have in your self-confidence and how you view your body. So strength training is big. You know, put that plug in there. Strength training. 
Um, and then when I said a moment ago, who are you hanging out with? Because let me say, I've said it before in everyday life. You know what? Most people don't care about their fitness. They don't care about their body. They, I mean, look around most people, most people don't care. Don't care about their, so if you need that support group, that's what rock that fitness is all about. That's what rockstar body and mind is all about. You will be surrounded with other women that care about taking care of their body for health reasons, mostly, right? Nothing wrong with wanting to have, wanting to have that the aesthetics part of things, nothing wrong with that. That'll come when we start focusing on what really matters. And that is our body taking care of our body for health purposes, for longevity, for health span. Like, cause what, what good is it going to do you to live a long life, but your body is breaking down. You're not caring for your body. So we want to, we want to stop. We want to halt what's going on here. That's not healthy. You want to change that, turn that around and start feeling great. That's going to change your body image. It really, really will. Um, okay. I think I've kind of lingered on that long enough. So those are the kind of things we can do to improve. I tell you what, when you start taking action to take care of your body, it will help you with your body image. You're going to be looking at your body in a whole different way, girl. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one, but I am going to touch on it. Um, and this has to do with one of the, one of the big comments that was inside of those testimonials that I shared. And that was like, um, your body, as far as like loose skin or wrinkly skin, cellulite, you know, the, there's a lot of things going on there that we don't have control over that, especially like if, you know, especially depending on where you are in your stage of life, because as we age, it is natural and normal. We're going to, we're going to get wrinkles. Our skin is going to get loose. We lose, our skin loses elasticity. We're not going to have that young, youthful look forever. That's, it's, it's inevitable that we are going to have wrinkly skin or loose skin if you've lost weight, losing fat. But don't let that stop you from keep going. You got to keep going with your health, your health in mind, with your health span in mind and aging strong, aging healthy, becoming the best version of your body, what that looks like. We don't have control over the loose skin, the wrinkly skin, cellulite, um, but lifestyle plays a huge role. How you eat is going to help it. So wherever you are in your journey, you can improve on these things. You really can. Even with loose skin, if you're building muscle, you're filling in that gap that the fat used to be in. You're, you're helping that. Um, build, you know, Strength training is going to help you with your skin. Staying hydrated can help you with your skin. Eating vegetables and fruits and getting the nutrients and vitamins into that skin is going to help you. There's a lot of things you can do to help you. But let's face it, we're all aging and there's some things we don't have any control over. But the things you have control over, like I said, we can control the controllables. Do your best. Now let's move into dressing your body. Dress your body, girl. The best. What makes you feel good about your body? And if you don't know when you're, uh, you know, fashion or how your body, get a friend. Talk about it with your friends. Talk about it with somebody. Get some ideas. Do some research. Ask about it. Girl, I'm the last person you want to talk to about fashion. <laughs> I'm learning my own as I go along too. I'm, I'm trying new things as I have, you know, been doing this, being in this fit body for the past, what, five plus years, I'm trying new things. I'm trying to feel great in the clothing, clothes that I, the clothing that I wear. So with this topic, I want to say this, I want to say, if you're, when you're on your weight loss journey, when you are, and you're losing inches, I know it's easy to just say, well, I'm not going to buy new clothing until I reach my goal weight or until I get to the size that I want. But I want to encourage you not to wait. Okay, there's no reason to be wearing the baggy clothes for for until you get to that point. But what message are you giving your mind, your brain? And and something that I learned along the way is that if you wear clothes that fit, there's two things that are happening here. You are sending the message to your body, to your mind, sorry, to your mind about your size. Okay, I know it feels good. Like, oh, I got loose skin. I've lost. I've got loose skin. I've got lo loose clothes. So yeah, I've lost weight. It feels good. I've lost. I've lost weight, and these clothes are loose now. Yeah, it's nice. But look, girl, don't be sitting in those loose clothes for long, because you're giving yourself permission to fill in those loose clothes. We don't want that. Give your body, your brain the message. Uh, this is my size. And then as you continue to lose inches, those clothes are going to start to become bigger. And then guess what? It's time to get some, some more clothes. Now, let's talk about purging your closet for just a second. I went through three huge stages of purging my closet when I was on my fat loss journey. 
I haven't talked about this much before, but the first purge was the most significant, most emotional. It was not easy. It was hard, but it was, it's what I, I knew I needed to do it because my closet had a bunch of clothes in there. I wasn't wearing, I hadn't worn in a long time. And it, there was a lot of emotional ties to it, um, to the clothes. Um, so thankfully country boy was there with me and he helped me through it. I cried getting rid of some of these clothes because I had emotional ties to like events or my mommy stages with the kids, things that I, clothing, clothing that I had had for so long. It's like there were these emotional ties to that stuff, but I made a commitment to myself. Plus keeping that stuff was giving me permission to go back to those clothes. Was I ever going to wear those clothes again? I'm, I'm on a mission here to change to change, not just to lose weight for a minute. <laughs> I wanna, I'm changing my life. My lifestyle is going to change. I'm not planning on going back there. That's the message I'm giving my brain. Let's get rid of it. This is a commitment to myself. That can be scary, right? Do it. Do it anyway. Commit to yourself. What's the worst can happen? Oh, I got to go to Goodwill, grab a few things that fit or go to Walmart, go to the cheaper store, get some things that last you through that stage that those uh, sizes for a while. Um, until you reach your goal. And you can do that every time. If you need to purge your closet, every time you you get down to a, another size or two, you got to do that for yourself, girl. And get some help if you don't know what to do. All right. If you don't know what's about, you know, your fashion, what looks good on you, ask, ask your family, ask. Well, I know it's like we don't want validation from our family, but it's okay. Find a true, find a friend that you know, you can trust that loves you, that you feel good about your, you know, sharing your body stuff with whatever. Um, and get somebody to tell you lovingly what, you know, help you along. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. So just want to encourage you to not give yourself permission as you're losing inches to, to have those clothes in the closet. Why? Commit to yourself, girl. Okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. We are moving on. So speaking of moving on, I think it's time. I think we need to be wrapping this up because this has definitely gotten longer than I anticipated, but I've heard for whatever reason, many people like these to be long and um, I don't know, I'm still kind of sorting that out in my mind. I don't intend for podcasts to go this long, but apparently I felt like this one needed to be said. So it was said. Girl, we've we've gone over a lot <laughs> in this. We talked about, you know, I, I shared with you the testimonies. I've shared with you my own experiences. Um, we could go on about all of that. I know that it's not easy with, you know, struggling with our body image. But I want you to know that this is a process. And you and if you are on your fat loss journey, your weight loss journey, you're working on it, where, wherever you are in your fitness journey, girl, work on your on your body image. Keep working on your mindset, on yourself. It gets better, okay? Because little by little, a little does add up to become a lot, even in your mindset, even in the things that you're doing daily. So we talked about that. Talked about ways you can improve, which control the controllables. And if you have trouble with consistency, which most people do, um, get in a plan, get in a structured plan, a structured nutrition plan, a structured strength training plan, get a coach. It doesn't have to be rock that fitness. It doesn't have to be like, get a, a credible personal trainer to help you along, whatever, whatever you need to do for yourself, girl, do that for yourself. Live this life without regrets. All right. I'm telling you, I'm charging you, I'm coaching, I'm saying, don't. You got to live life with no regrets. Um, what else did we talk about? It's good. We talked about how amazing your body is. Your body's amazing. Care for it and it will, it'll serve you well. So as I close, just want to remind you, right? Comparison is normal. Like it happens. Just, just think about those comparisons. Are they really comparable? Because you compare to no one. You're unique. Your body's unique to you. There's you know, when you were created, the mold was broken, girl. There's just you. So become the best version of yourself. All right. Celebrate every single win. Like I said, they add up to big wins. Fuel your body well. Give your body, you know, healthy foods. You're going to feel great about yourself that way. You're also going to feel better physically. Um, and, you know, like I said, if you need a strength training plan, well, we got, we got Rockstar Body and Mind. Go check the show notes again. Hey, really, if you have questions about Rockstar Body and Mind, it is for all levels. All levels. We got you, girl. If you have questions, okay, go to the show notes. Click on the link to Rockstar Body and Mind. We are in the middle of open registration right now, which ends on September the 8th because we are kicking it off, girl, September 9th. 
If you've been on the fence and you're not sure, that's okay. That's a great place to be because it's normal like to do something scary. But if you want change, something has to change. Okay. We're here for you. Go check out the, go uh, go check the show notes. Click that link. If you have questions, send me a message in messenger on Facebook or send me a message on Instagram or send me an email at Anna at rockthatfitness.com. Okay. Um, Your mindset's your superpower right? I want you to practice mindfulness because that's where awareness comes in. That's where when you're aware of something, that's when change can happen. And look, in all of this, please be patient with yourself and have self-compassion. You're not alone. We all experience this stuff. You're not alone. All right. It's time. If you've been just kind of sitting on the bench or maybe you've gotten up and you've played a little bit of the game, but then you sat back on the bench you got up and you played a little bit of the game, throwing the ball back and forth, but then you stand back on the bench. Girl, if you want to win this game, you have to play with intention, with strategy, if you want to win. Okay, we can play the game all day long. It's I've said this before, and I think I've talked to the, to the rock stars about this. You can go in, like, let's say I love playing tennis. I haven't played tennis in years. I played tennis in high school. But if you get on the tennis court and you're just hitting the ball back and forth with somebody... What, this is not a game. It's it's just throwing the ball back and forth. If you want to play the game, you have to play. You got to you got to play with strategy. You got to win some points. And you got to win more points. So you can win the game and you're not going to win the game if you're just sitting on the bench or you're just getting up and you you're kind of playing around. You have to get serious about this game. Get get some strategy in place and get serious and make up your mind that you're ready to win. That's it. That's all I got for you, girl. Come on. Let's let's do this. <laughs> All right. That was your little coachy pep talk at the end here. Love you. Would love to hear if um, any of this resonated with you. What has helped you with your body image? Leave me some comments in. The, um, there's a way to do that. If you're listening on Spotify, easy interaction there. Um, but either if you're listening on Spotify or if you're listening on Oh, da, 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 da. what podcast apple podcast you can drop a comment in there review would love a review to the podcast or a rating and how do you do that you just go to the show on podcast on apple podcast you go to the show and then you scroll down and you can leave a rating and review five stars are great <laughs> um would love a review i haven't seen any new reviews in a while so maybe that's you maybe you want to leave a review anyway girl we uh all of us here, this is our podcast. I thank you for being a part of it and just love you. Hopefully today you are happier about living in your body. And now you know even more what it means to have self-care and self-love. All right. Self-care, self-love all day, every day. Do you have your word? Good. Let's go.